Happy New Year. Everyone's celebrated already in Asia. Happy New Year to everybody in Europe. And we have about just a little over five hours left here in North America on the East Coast um, till we celebrate the new year. So for my final podcast of 2022, bringing you some leader sips with espresso shots into 2023. Hi, I'm Carlin Holbrook. I'm a John Maxwell team certified coach, teacher, trainer, speaker, published author, and influencer with more than 25 years of global leadership experience. If there's one thing I've seen firsthand time and time again, it's that the best leaders inspire others to follow their purpose and their passions, while the influence of a bad leader can literally tear down people's potential. Join me for a few sips of leadership tips that will help you become a better leader by first conquering the hardest person to lead, you. I don't know, maybe it's the cold brew that I'm drinking, but I have this like bolt of energy, you know, just closing out 2023 2023, and uh, welcoming the new year in just a few short hours. And, um, you know, a lot of people ask me what my favorite holiday is. And ironically, I always say New Year's. I know it probably should be Christmas, being a Christian and all. Um, and uh, I don't know, there's other fun holidays. And my my birthday's on Cinco de Mayo, which is always fun to celebrate. But it's actually New Year's. And it is because I feel like, one, I always just stay home. It's not like we even do anything super exciting. We don't go out and party, you know, anywhere. Although, my best New Year's Eve of all time was absolutely spent in Hong Kong when we got to go to a special VIP party courtesy of the wonderful um, president and managing director at the time of Hong Kong Disneyland, Andrew, gave us his tickets. So we got to walk the red carpet and be along the Hong Kong Harbor and see the fireworks display, eat amazing food, walk alongside some really cool Hong Kong actors and such. And it was that, to this day, like nothing's ever going to top that. Uh, but really, Todd and I pretty much stay home on New Year's Eve, but it's relaxing. Always make magic bars. Always make um, what we call baby Jesus's little smokies and crescent rolls with a little bit of chai of cream cheese inside. It's delicious. And make sure our kitties are okay because the fireworks, Lord help us, always go off around in the neighborhood around us. Um, but, but New Year's Day to me is, you know, again, the tradition of watching the Rose Parade since I was a kid and making a bagel and cream cheese and just relaxing but also just excited about 365 new days new possibilities new pages of a whole new book and it's funny when I've been perusing social lately there's so many motivational you know people I I follow and a lot of coaches and such of course and they're like I don't believe in new year's resolutions and I don't I don't do that and every day should be a continual growth and it shouldn't matter you know about changing one year or the next stop putting pressure on yourself and all that and it's like, I totally agree. I, I don't set New Year's resolutions because, yeah, 99% of the time you fail them by February and then where are you? And then you're depressed and you're mad at yourself. So you're like, ah, screw it. I'm just going to keep going. It's like when you're trying to eat healthy and you have one one bad choice of, oh, I ate that bowl of ice cream. Well, now screw it. I'm just going to eat all the ice cream, you know? It's that mentality, right? That's how we operate as humans. So I don't agree with that either. However, I will say for me, and I would think for a lot of you out there, there is something to me about, like very symbolic about changing the calendar over from 
one year to the next. And I think that that kind of symbolism of reflecting on this past year and the possibilities of a new calendar. Now, you don't magically wake up the next day and feel different and be 40 pounds lighter and and gung-ho. I mean, it's all in your head, right, of your perspective. But for me, that is a mental perspective that I like going into. It's like, okay, here's what's happened this year. You know, now I'm ready for a new year and start fresh on January 1 a new year of possibilities, a new, a new blank page book that you can write your own story in. And it is your story to write. So are you going to write a good one? And, and then how do you do that? So if you have listened to my last couple of podcasts that I um, pushed out earlier this week, it's about getting ready for the new year with intentions, not resolutions, but intentions. And I believe this is so important because Ed Milet, I know is somebody I like to, to follow and listen to as well. And He says the same thing. It's not about like setting a checklist of things. It's about continual growth, but having a vision for your life, right? So when, if you have done your heart map, and I hope if you're listening to it, you have, and if you haven't, go back and listen to my last couple of podcasts. You need to get in the right mindset of growth and and get your right thoughts uh, together, but putting pen to paper is powerful. And if you do outline a vision for your life and a mission for your life and keeping it very simple, but very umbrella, like that lives in your heart every day, no matter what the day is, always going forward. Now, can it change? Sure. That's with the power of, it's my mission. It's my vision. But I think it's powerful when you said it. Mine has not changed in many years. Now, I will say how I get there absolutely can. Your mission sometimes does change in the sense of how you fulfill your vision. And I think that's where the intentional actions come forward and why those are important. Now, I don't like the term goal setting because, again, if you listen to my other podcasts, it puts into your head this whole, like, it sounds like a lot of work and it sounds like a freaking chore and nobody needs one more thing to do. But what I love to do at the new year is find a new word for the year. And that's usually what I try to do on January 1 because I have time. I uh, don't have as many distractions. I'm not working. And uh, just really try to dial down into, okay, what is going to be my, my word of the year? Now, there's a lot of tools out there that can help you get to your word. There is um, myintent.org. There's a whole quiz you can take. And, um, you know, again, a word sounds like, wow, that's a lot of pressure for like just one word. But all it really is, is like a reminder about what your priorities are. And to always keep that as like your theme to refocus your intention throughout the year. And your word really should emulate and be part of whatever that heart map and that vision for your life is. It should all flow together. And for me, remembering a word as opposed to like a list of 10 things that I want to do that year is way easier. And it is so fascinating to me when I do this exercise, how mentally when you really own that word, when you're reminded of that word, if you write it on a post-it note, stick it on your computer screen, stick it on the mirror in the morning, you know, wherever it's going to be easy for you to remember. Um, I like to get it printed like on a bracelet, on a necklace, you know, you can go, you can go crazy with it. You can do a lot with it. But what I love is to see how it actually manifests throughout the year. And sometimes it's almost like you unconsciously things happen. Like one year, a few years back, my um, 
I think it was 2019 or 2018, my word of the year was legend, legendary. I wanted to be legendary and that sounds huge, right? But it really wasn't because for me, what a legend is, is someone who is going to leave an impact, leave an imprint on the people around them, on the world around them. But then what was so interesting is throughout the year, so I made very intentional, small, very easy and small actions throughout the year. Um, and one of them was also starting to get, you know, more lead spirations and life is grid and launch different handles on Instagram. So I could put out there other people's quotes, my own quotes, my own learnings, my own advice and counsel and, and encouragement out into the blogmosphere, if you will. And that to me was like, okay, I'm going to leave my imprint on people. And I got people saying, I love these. Thank you. It hit me just at the right time. Thank you. I don't have 10 million people doing that, but it doesn't matter. Because to me, being a legend was if I impact one life, that's good enough. That's awesome. So, but my also my legendary also started playing out in uh, Todd and I started going to concerts of legends. Like we saw Frankie Valley in concert. We saw Tony Bennett in concert. Saw Gladys Knight in concert. So it's just funny how like that word really starts manifesting its, itself in just really interesting ways. And you're like a very unexpected ways. But it always helps to kind of bring you back to focus and bring you back to your priorities. So it's a concept. It's not as much like this is what I'm doing. But then you also can journal against that word, right? And I do encourage you to do that because you have to feel good about the word. You have to feel like it sits well with you. It feels right with you. And when you start kind of journaling it out in ways that it could, you know, be a part of your day-to-day and part of your life, you're going to really start to realize quickly, yeah, this word feels good. I feel it in my gut. I feel it in my soul. I feel it like, yes, this is going to be my word for the year. I mean, I know people whose words have been things like, well, fearless is one of my former words too, fearless. Start, you know, taking leaps of faith, adventure, um, abundance, even joy. Joy is a great word too. I mean, there's just so many different words. And again, I encourage you, go online. There's there's lots of tests. There's lots of things if you need to kind of get that um, inspiration for you. I think it will really, really help. And then when you find your word, the other thing I really love to do, and I do this with my circle, we're going to do this in our uh, in January, is to do a vision board. So, oh, vision boards, that's so not new. I know that, but they're fun. So be come on, be positive. And you can do this one of two ways. I do it electronically because I like to get a PowerPoint, blank PowerPoint slide and go online because I feel like there's an abundance of images and words and things that I can pull from online and just start throwing stuff on my slide. And and then around my word, around, you know, what just is like kind of speaking to your heart that you would like to see happen in the new year. And again, oh, that's not like re- resolutions, Caroline. They're not resolutions. This is all just visually how you can define your word and visually how do you represent some of the intentional growing that you want to do in the new year. Um, you can go old school too, which is a lot of fun. Get some magazines, get some clippings, and just start tearing them out. Don't use scissors because I feel like people get too precious when they use scissors. Um, there's something a good friend of mine introduced me to. It's called Soul Collage. And I love the concept of just tear and don't think. Like when you flip through magazines and you flip through things, just tear stuff out that just grabs your attention. And then and then you come back and you start pasting things onto a piece of paper or a circle or whatever you want it to look like. And it's funny how like, oh, look, it kind of made itself, made my vision board for me. Because I think unconsciously and subconsciously, 
you know, things just just emulate from us, whether we like it or not. Now, for me, I always do start those kinds of tasks with a prayer, just like ask for God to give me wisdom and just guide me through this exercise. And again, I know that's not for everybody, but for me, and then maybe just even taking some deep cleansing breaths, like get really into a centered space, into a peaceful place and just start going, start creating. And it's a, it's just a fun exercise. And again, don't overthink it. That's the worst thing we can do. I think as humans, we overthink everything, right? So have fun with it, you know, pull it all together. And again, you can still change it. It's, it's your word. It's your vision. It's your vision board. It's your heart map. And it's wherever you want to go in this new year full of possibilities. I think it's just so important that, especially as leaders, we have to, I mean, the whole point when I started this podcast a couple years ago was we got to lead ourselves first because that's how you become a good leader. It doesn't just magically happen. And it's not about, you know, completely, oh, I just put my team first. It's like, yeah, you should put your team first, but you need to create yourself. You need to make sure that you are a good leader and you're leading yourself first. And you are, I promise you, the hardest person to lead because self-awareness is hard. Self-evaluation is hard. Some, we don't always like to look in the mirror. It's so much easier to like point out other people's, you know, opportunities and, and to give other people feedback and to, you know, point fingers and such. And that, that's just a survivalist mentality. And that's not going to help you or anybody that you're leading. It's important that we take a really good look at ourselves, but more importantly, not be hard on ourselves. That's not what this exercise is about. The intentionality of knowing that we grow until the day we die. Because if you have a fixed mindset for growth, that means like you're as good as it gets. And that's just not true. A growth mindset is what you constantly need to have. And if you're honest with yourself and you're open with yourself and you realize, wow, there's some things that I need to grow and work on and things that I want to do and achieve, you're going to start believing in yourself more as not only a leader that you can then, you know, pay it forward and serve others in the best possible way, but also yourself. I know that some of you listening, there are dreams that are unmet or dreams that feel out of reach or feel impossible or don't feel responsible because you need that paycheck and you need the security quote unquote of your nine to five job or whatever that may be that you think is secure nothing is secure nothing not not any job not school not even family not, and I don't say that to scare anybody I say that to say your life is what you create it to be and what you want it to be and take the leap because so many things, so many people, when we lose people, especially so suddenly in our lives, and it's like, wow, life's so short. And it reminds us for that brief moment, right? Life is so short. We really have to seize the day. And then it's so easy to get comfortable again, back into our routines and back into our, our nine to five, if you will, or whatever that is for you, or just settling for, no, this is easy and this is comfortable. And the world's a bit scary out there. Yeah, world is scary. A lot of scary people. But if you have the courage to just follow your heart and follow those dreams, think of the example you're setting for others and think how much better you're going to feel, how much more confident you're going to be as a leader when you take these leaps of faith. And even when they don't work out, you have a great story to share with other people to say, hey, yeah, I jumped in feet first. I gave this a shot. 
didn't quite work out the way I thought it would, but I learned this. I met these people. I grew because of this. And then now I'm over here. When you, when you have those kinds of amazing zigzaggy journeys in your life, and then what's the worst that can happen? So it doesn't. You, you pivot, right? As Ross would say on Friends, pivot. Um, or, you know, what's the best that could happen? It does work out or it's bigger and better than you ever dreamed of. So happy new year to all of you. I really do hope that this is a year full of intention and intention to follow your heart, follow your dreams, grow every day, and know that whatever you go through, you're going to grow through as long as you accept that as learnings along the way. So here's to a new blank book and blank pages and write a good story, y'all. Happy New Year. See you next year. Thank you for having a cup of coffee with me. For more sips and tips, connect with me on social and follow Leader Sips on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. And don't forget to visit my website, carlinholbrook.com. Until next time, keep on brewing.